Awesome. Awesome. Praise God. Hallelujah. Amen. Good evening, everyone. On 915 Pastors Roundtable, this is Pastor Omar Rivera. Thank you for joining me tonight. Tonight is Thursday, May 13, 2021. Um, and um, we are here today. Thank God, by the grace of God. Um, you know, we, um, we, uh, we are here today uh, talking about uh, uh, Holy Spirit again, part three. And, uh, and so, um, we are thankful uh, for having uh, everyone join us. Um, and uh, we'd love to have everyone to continue to support, to support this podcast. Um, thank you very much for continuing to support. Good evening, this is Pastor Omar Rivera with 915 Pastors Roundtable. Uh, thank you for joining us here today. And today I have um, my wife, uh, Nancy Rivera. She's going to do a, a small little rendition here. Now remember that uh, we have no rights to any of this music that we share here on 915 Pastors Roundtable. Uh, so here's my wife uh, singing a, a song uh, for uh, the audience out there. You are with me, what can separate us? You are for me, what can stand against us? Your love, it won't let go, I know it won't. Y'all, I'm sorry, you have to stop. It's like blasting in my ears, baby, I'm sorry. We, we didn't test it, I'm gonna stop it. All right, so we have a, a small glitch here, so we're gonna have to do it again. The mic is hot. You're not speaking. Okay, what it's do you want me super to do? loud. I'm trying to. Test. Testing, testing. Okay. You are with me. What can separate us? You are. For me, what can stand against us? Your love, it won't let go. I know it won't. Darkness, shadows have no power over me. Fear is empty. Shame has no authority. Your love, it won't. 
thoughts. Your plans for me are good, and I know you hold my future and my hope. Your promises never fail. Your promises never fail. Healing, freedom, as you speak favor over me. Faith is breaking all impossibility. Your name has overcome. Your name alone, and I know your thoughts, your plans for me are good, and I know you hold my future and my hope. Your promises never fail, your promises never fail, your promises never fail, your promises never I am standing on every promise that you make. I will see it come to pass in your name, in your name. Jesus, I will trust every word I hear you say. I will see it come to pass in your name, in your name. I am standing on every promise that you make i will see it come to pass in your name in your name and jesus i will trust every word i hear you say i will see it come to pass in your name in your name You're the God who makes a way for miraculous things. And I believe, oh, I believe. I am standing on every promise that you make. I will see it come to pass in your name, in your name. Oh, Jesus, I will trust. Every word I hear you say, I will see it come to pass in your name, in your name. I will see it come to pass in your name, in your name. I will see it come to pass in your name, in your name. Amen. Sorry, guys, for the that we didn't test it. <laughs> All right, praise God. Thank you, Nancy, for that great rendition. Completo. Uh, your promises never fail. Your promises never fail. And uh, so here we go. Uh, thank you for everyone for joining. Um, we're going to continue on talking about. Uh, the Holy Spirit today.
Yeah, I had to, uh, uh, first of all, I just want to let you know, I uh, thank you everyone who out there who was uh, praying for me uh, in the, the past uh, few weeks. I had uh, I had a very scary moment. I went to the hospital, to the ER room, and um, with uh, stroke-like symptoms. And so um, I had to uh, be taken to the ER room straight from work, and um, it was kind of scary. Uh, but thank God, you know, um, everything came out good. Um, we had uh, the right people in the right place at the right time. So I was at work. I could have been at home by myself, and I could have been, uh, I could have not have been found till about four o'clock uh, until my wife got home, or I could have been out in the street driving uh, my patrol car and probably caused an accident. So it was a good thing that I was outside standing with a bunch of people, uh, especially one who was a firefighter. And uh, they were able to perform uh, um, you know, emergency procedures and, and also uh, call the ambulance to get me to the hospital as quick as possible. I didn't have a stroke. I had stroke-like symptoms. And upon doing a CT scan, uh, they found in that one of my arteries was more than 80% clogged. And so, therefore, I had to go through a procedure to put in a stent in my, uh, in my heart, in my artery, excuse me in my artery that goes uh, to my neck, uh, into my brain. And so, but thank God uh, all is well. And, uh, it came out pretty, pretty successful. Um, I, I just, uh, I'm not able to do a lot, not able to drive, not able to pick up anything more than five pounds. And I'm not able to uh, do pretty much nothing, just, just rest. And so I'm thinking about just doing just that, just resting uh, and just, uh, reading uh, books, reading my Bible, and here we are uh, back live on Facebook uh, so that we can uh, continue on our studies. Amen. Amen. So uh, I just wanted to uh, thank everyone for uh, being out there for us and, uh, and listening to us and continuing to support this ministry, 915 Pastor Brown Table, and uh, continue to keep us in your prayer. Amen. Amen. Okay, so um, what I want to uh, uh, do is uh, open up in quick prayer, amen? Amen. Father God, we just thank you, Father, for this day and this opportunity. Thank you for all that you have done, Father God, for me and for these who are listening out there to the sound of my voice, Father. I pray that each one who is listening may be blessed by these words, Father God, that it not be of me, Father God. May you put me to the side and present yourself here in the presence of all of us, Father God, so that your word is true and we get a great teaching today. Amen. Amen. So, um, I see uh, 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 Chris Camp. Thank you very much, brothers. Thank you for praying, uh, for, for praying for me, Cynthia. My, my daughter, no, Karina. Thank you for uh, coming all the way out to El Paso with her husband, my son. Um, it's good to have uh, support from family and approving. So, uh, Cynthia, thank you very much for, for being online. Griselda, uh, thank you for. Uh, for your prayers and support. Okay, so uh, let's um let's get into the to the study. Okay, um, so uh, the Holy Spirit is part of the Trinity. Okay, uh, we have God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Spirit. Amen. Uh, denial that the Spirit is a person often takes the form of substituting the concept that He is a personification of say power, much like claiming that Satan is 
a personification of evil. This denial of his personality has occurred throughout church history, first by the Monarchianism and the Arians, the Saxonians, and today by Unitarians, liberals, and some neo-Orthodox theologians. But there is a great deal of evidence that he is a person. And we, and we get this, right, because, you know, remember in the beginning of in the book of Genesis, right, it says, in the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth, right? And it tells you that the earth was null and void and had no form, no shape, no nothing like that. And then it also tells you that the spirit of the Lord moved upon the face of the earth. And so we believe that, the, that as God speaks, the Holy Spirit moves. See, so he is a very uh, important part in the Trinity. Uh, a lot of people, like uh, we're here, we're talking about the um, Monarchians and the Arians, uh, Unitarians and liberals or some neo-Orthodox theologians. Some of these theologians were talking about way back there in the 200, 300s, uh, 500 BC, uh, I mean, a a AD, okay? Uh, some of these uh, people who, are, who did not believe in the power of the Holy Spirit, uh, we... we we, we see that they didn't, uh, they, they just thought that the Holy Spirit was a separate entity away from God the Father and God the Son. They believed that, uh, you know, that they were just two people uh, who came, uh, who represented the Godhead. And the Holy Spirit was just an outside source. It was just an outside source. So let's talk about, uh, he possesses and exhibits attributes of a person. Um, if we go to 1 Corinthians, everyone let's go to uh, 1 Corinthians. And we're going to go to chapter 2, uh, verse, uh, uh, chapter 2, and we're going to go to verses 10 through 11 there. Chapter 2, uh, verses 10 uh, through 11. Uh, but God has revealed it to us by His Spirit, okay? God has revealed to us by His Spirit. The Spirit searches all things. Even the deep things of God, the deep, the deep things of God. For who among men knows the thoughts of a man except the man's spirit within him? In the same way, no one knows the thoughts of God except the spirit of God. Amen. So he knows God and he knows the things of God. There are things that we don't know about God. We, we can study the Bible all day and we will never, ever get the inside source of who God is really really and truly is amen we know that he is a father we know that he is a, a god he is a supreme being he, he is omnipresent he is everywhere in all places he is above time he he is in all and through all uh he uh, lives in each and every one of us who are believers in the lord jesus christ okay amen um and we know that um he has a, a no beginning and no end he is forever and ever God. Amen. Amen. And so he, the Holy Spirit, he has intelligence. He knows and searches the things of God as we just read in 2 Corinthians chapter 2, verse 10 and 11. He possesses a mind. According to Romans chapter 8, uh, verse 27. If we go quickly there to Romans chapter 8, uh, verse 27. And it says, and uh, Romans chapter 8 uh, verse 27, it says, And he who searches our hearts, okay, he who searches our heart, knows the mind of the Spirit, because the Spirit intercedes for the saints in accordance with God's will. Okay, 
So he is able to teach. The, he, he is able to possess our mind. He knows about us. And he even knows the deep, dark, dark thoughts that we have in our minds. Amen. And so he is able to teach according to 1 Corinthians chapter 2, verse 13. We're going to be bouncing around a lot on, the, on our scriptures, okay? Uh, but you know, that's how we get to, to study the Word of God. We study the Word of God by reading scriptures and getting to know who He is. Amen? 1 Corinthians chapter 2, verse 13, it tells you, <clears throat> This is what we speak, not in words taught us by human wisdom, but in the words taught by the Spirit. Amen? Expressing spiritual truth in spiritual words. Okay? So here it tells you uh, uh, that, um, that the, 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 the wisdom and discernment requires the believer to be guided by the Holy Spirit. Because Satan's greatest impact on us occurs when he deceives us. Okay? We need the Holy Spirit's help. Spiritual discernment enables us to draw conclusions based on God's perspective. Make wise decisions in difficult circumstances, recognize the activities of God's Spirit, and distinguish the correct and incorrect use of Scripture. Sometimes that's why the, the people, the, the, the Scriptures tell us that we must test the prophets, right? We need to make sure that when we got people coming to churches and, and they're saying that they are a prophet, we have to make sure that we test what they say. You know, look it up in Scripture. Amen? Look it up in Scripture. All right? Uh, so that's how we get to uh, to discern and identify these uh, these teachings. Okay? Uh, make wise decisions in difficult circumstances, recognizing the activities of God's Spirit, distinguish the correct and incorrect use of Scriptures, and identify and expose false teachers. There it is. Ask God to give you His discernment as you serve him, let this discernment guide you in your daily walk. Amen. So the Holy Spirit helps us to, to discern and, and to see who are false teachers. And also, that, that's another reason why we have to know the scriptures so that when we're studying the scriptures, we know it. And we have the, the word of God in our heart. Amen. Amen. <clears throat> and so, um, uh, the Holy Spirit uh, shows feeling. So first he has intelligence, right? He, he searches all things of God. He possesses a mind and he is able to teach us. Okay. And so he also shows feelings. If we go to Ephesians chapter 4, verse 30, Ephesians chapter 4, verse 30. It says here. And do not grieve the Holy Spirit of God with whom you were sealed for the day of redemption. Okay? Uh, so, in other words, don't grieve Him. Don't, don't grieve the Holy Spirit. And, and uh, one of the reasons uh, why is, is that uh, the Holy Spirit, uh, that is the unforgiving sin to make uh, fun or blaspheme the Holy Spirit. All sin is forgiven. All sins are forgiven. All right? and, and let's talk about that a little bit, about uh, forgiveness of sins, right? Because, you know, uh, I was uh, listening to a, a video the other day. Uh, it's called American Gospel. That's a really good uh, movie. Uh, it's, a, it's a documentary kind of like uh, thing, but it talks about the gospel of Jesus Christ. And um, 
It's very eye-opening. And one of the things that they, that they gave an example of is, is that if you was to uh, scratch a car that was in a junkyard, I, I mean, I love this illustration so much so that I, that I want to use it uh, uh, here tonight. Uh, if you scratch a car that's in the junkyard and it is, uh, right, it's a junk car, right? It, does it have any value? Is it anyone, does anyone own it? No, right? Is, is it something kind of bad? Yeah, but you know what? No one's going to press charges on you, right? No one's going to come in and chase after you and say, hey, you know what? You destroyed my property, right? And, and press charges on you and, and you go to, to jail for criminal mischief, right? But now what happens if you go outside and you was walking down your neighborhood, and then you you saw a uh, I don't know maybe uh, a Chrysler, right? A Chrysler 300 or uh, 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 Ford, a Ford F-150, and you just took your key and you did the same scratch on the same door that was on the junkyard door, right? Let's say it was on the passenger door or the driver door, and you just scratched it. Can can you get in trouble for that? Yeah, right. Um, and then you can go to jail for criminal uh, criminal uh, destruction of property, right? And then um, what happens though if you went to like Hollywood and and you took the same key that you had and you scratched the door of a Lamborghini that was sitting outside of uh, let's say uh, Michael Jordan's house or uh, you know some some actor out there, Arnold Schwarzenegger or whatever you know, and you just scratched his door. Is the, is the punishment the same as it is for the car that was in the junkyard? Probably not, right? Because the value of the car increased, and so therefore the damage is, is more. And you know what? The, the, the punishment is going to be more severe. It'll be, again, damaging property, and you'll go to jail for it, but this time it's based on the value of the car. One thing about sin with God is, is that the same little scratch that you did on the car in the junkyard and the same scratch you did on the, you know, the, the Ford F-150, and the same scratch you did on the uh, on Lamborghini, there's no difference with God. All sin is sin, no matter how minute it is, or how big it is, or how much the value of the thing is. To God, it's all sin. So when you tell you, oh, it was just a little white lie, or I just stole a small thing, it's, it's all sin. God doesn't give you uh, like we do in the, in law here in in our country in the United States. He doesn't give you a um, you know uh, the penalties at different levels uh, uh, of the penal code and says, okay, yeah, you know what? Because you only scratched the junk car, you know, you'll only go to hell for thirty seconds. Uh, because you scratched the Ford F one fifty, you'll go to hell for about a day. And because it's a Lamborghini, you'll only do a month. No, sir. No, my brothers and sisters, sin is sin. So no matter how you look at it, no matter how you slice it, no matter how you dice it or sugarcoat it, undercoat it, overcoat it, it's still sin. God looks at sin in one canopy of justice, and he brings wrath on those who disobey or are disobedient. And he brings his judgment and his wrath on those who do not follow his law. He brings his wrath on those who do not believe the Lord Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior and that he is risen from the dead on the third day. But you have to be a believer and you have to be a follower of Jesus Christ. You have to have a relationship with Jesus Christ. It's not just about, okay, I believe, right? Remember, Jesus said, 
Even people would call me Lord, Lord, and I would I never knew them. I never knew them. You know, there's people on the, the narrow road and the wide road. And you know the wide road, there's people that are gonna be Christians walking on that wide road. And they're gonna say, Hey Lord, I gave my tithes and offerings. I I pray, I read my Bible. So why are you on the wide road? We need to remember to leave these things of the world behind and get on the narrow gate. Go through the narrow gate. And that's why the scripture says that it is difficult to go through because, because it is hard to leave the world behind. We have to be thankful that where God has brought us out of. God has brought us out of, a, out of our sin. He brought us out of a, a wrong way of living, a wrong way of walking. And, and, and that's where we need to really concentrate on getting right with God and, and getting our focus right with Him. You know, I was reading in Ephesians chapter 2, uh, verses uh, 1, it says, As for you, you were dead in your transgressions and sin. Okay? Verse 2 says, In which you used to live when you followed the ways of this world and of the ruler of the kingdom of the air. The spirit who is now at work in those who are disobedient. All of us also lived among them at one time. We all lived among them. We all lived a lifestyle of disobedience. We've been, we, have, we lived a lifestyle that was against God's uh, way. We walked uh, in a direction that was not going towards God, but we were walking in a direction away from God. And then when we finally come to our senses and realize that, you know what, the only way to salvation, the only way to have eternal life is to turn around and walk towards God. Turning around is like repenting, turning away from your sins, walking towards God, changing your course of, that, of your, of your direction of your course that you're going, uh, trying to get back into the right path, through the narrow gate, through the narrow road. So that way we can stand right before God. Amen. As I continue to read here in chapter 2 of uh, Ephesians, uh, verse 4, uh, excuse me, verse 3, all, all of us also lived among them at one time, gratifying the cravings of our sinful nature and following the desires and thoughts. Like the rest, we were by nature objects of wrath. But because of his great love for us, God, who is rich in mercy, made us alive with Christ, even when we were dead in transgression. It is by grace that you have been saved. Okay, by grace, not by works. Okay, we have been saved by grace, by having faith in God, by having faith in Jesus Christ and believing that he died for our sins. He took the place for us on the cross. He took our place for us and paid a price to redeem us and put us in right standing with God. That's what he did for us. That's what Jesus did for us on the cross. And, 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 and we need to, to, to get that really, that needs to be like in our heart and in our mind, you know, that we never walk again in the, in the ways of the world. See? One of the brothers on, on Facebook um, uh, he 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 uh, he was thanking God on Facebook because he has been uh, alcohol free and drug free for several years now, you know, and and it is by the grace of God that he has done a turnaround, a 180, 
and started to follow Jesus Christ. You see, Jesus is the same yesterday, today, and tomorrow and forever. Amen. And he can save a, a sinner like myself. You see, he can save a sinner just like me. I was I, I was a sinner. You know, I, I, I have to pick up my cross daily, every day, every day. But there are things in my life that I don't do no more. I don't do it anymore. And there's things in my life that I don't look forward in doing. So therefore, I've turned away a lot from those things that I used to do. And I look back and see where God has took me from. But then I look forward to see what God has in store for me. That's what we need to do. We need to look forward to see what God has in store for you. See where he took you out of that miry crate, mud, that mud that you were just, you were just like, you know, this, this, uh, not uh, suitable to be in the presence of God. As we continue on, we better read in 1 Corinthians, 1 Corinthians chapter 12, 1 Corinthians chapter 12, uh, verse 11. Verse 11. And it says, <clears throat> I have made a fool of myself, but you drove me to it. I ought to have been con commended by you. For I am not in the least inferior to the superior apostles, even though I am nothing. Okay? So, uh, excuse me. Yes, verse 11. Yes, it is. Um, he has a will. He uses this distributing gifts to obey. Uh, uh, to obey. Christ. He also directs the activities of Christians. Okay? And we go to Acts chapter 16. Uh, Acts chapter 16. <clears throat> Amen. Praise God. Acts chapter 16. And I'm going to read uh, verse 6 through 11. 6 through 11. This is talking about the Holy Spirit who has a will for us. Okay. It says here, uh, Paul and his companions traveled throughout the region of, of Phrygia. Galatia, having been kept by the Holy Spirit from preaching the word in the province of Asia. When they came to the border of Messiah, they tried to enter Bethania, but the Spirit of Jesus would not allow them to. So they passed by Messiah and went down to Taurus. During the night, Paul had a vision of a man of Macedonia standing and begging him, Come over to Macedonia and help us. After Paul had seen the vision, we got ready at once to leave for Macedonia, concluding that God had called us to preach the gospel to them. Verse 11. From Troas, from Troas we put out to sea and sailed straight for uh, Samotris, and the next day on to Neapolis. You see, and this is how the Holy Spirit guides them and, and instructed them not to go here, not to go there. Do this and go this way. Rest here and reveals himself in a, and brings dreams to, to the apostle. And, and today, the Holy Spirit does the same thing. The Holy Spirit convicts us, right? We read earlier about his intelligence, right? And, and how he is where he can, he can teach us how to tell what is truth in our, in the, and when someone is preaching the gospel, when they're teaching the false teachings, right? When some, when some people come and they, they teach uh, false teachings, the Holy Spirit has that, gives you that discernment, right? Well, the same thing. Just like 
uh, 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 Philip, uh, who was was told by the Holy Spirit to to go to a certain road, and and when the eunuch was driving by and reading uh, the book of Isaiah, uh, the Holy Spirit told Philip, "Hey, go to that carriage and help that eunuch out." And when he got to the carriage, and he says, "Do you know what you're reading?" and he says, "How can I?" If someone does not teach it to me. So Philip got into the carriage. And explained to him. Who. Uh, the Isaiah 53 was talking about. Uh, about a suffering servant. And then. The eunuch says. Hey what forbids me to be baptized. And he says. I'm going to give you some water. And they got down there. And they. They baptized. Uh, he baptized the eunuch. And the spirit then took. Uh, Philip and they disappeared. You see, the, the Holy Spirit directs. He directs us and teaches us. He has a he shows his feelings, right? Because you can't grieve the Holy Spirit. Every time we sin, we grieve the Holy Spirit. Every time uh, we say a curse word or a swear or steal or drink or smoke or do drugs or uh, things like that, um, we 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 we. Um, we grieve the Holy Spirit. How can we love if the love of God is not in us, right? If the love of God is not in us, then who are we? Are we just walking around empty vessels, acting like a parrot, and just repeating what the scriptures say? Amen? We need to get ourselves right with God. Since genuine personality possesses intelligence, feelings, and will, and since the Spirit has uh, these attributes, we, uh, we, we have to know that He is a person. He exhibits actions of a person. He guides us into truth by hearing and speaking and showing us. He convicts us of our sin. He performs miracles. And He intercedes for us. Okay? So if we go back to Romans uh, chapter 8, verse 26, right? Romans chapter 8, verse 26. Praise God. Amen. Romans chapter 8. Amen, amen, amen. Romans chapter 8, verse 26. It says, In the same way the Spirit helps us in our weakness, he helps us in our weakness. Amen. We do not know what we ought to pray for. Sometimes we don't know what we ought to pray for. But the Spirit within us, he says here, but the Spirit himself intercedes for us with groans that words cannot express. Amen. And he searches our hearts, knows the mind of the Spirit, because the Spirit intercedes for the saints in accordance with God's will. And that's what the Holy Spirit does. We 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 are we we are the Holy Spirit when He indwells in us. If we don't know what to say to the Father, don't worry, the Holy Spirit knows exactly what you need. He knows exactly what your desires of your heart are. He knows exactly where you stand spiritually. Amen. He knows that when you're weak. He knows when you're strong. He knows when you need a little bit more of a 
a push. He knows when you need a direction. The Holy Spirit knows when you need to be guided. The Holy, the Holy Spirit knows when you need to be influenced. The Holy Spirit needs to know when you need help, that he'll send someone to you. He knows that, that, that whatever you need, he can also present it and, and be an intercessor for you before God in his throne. Man, that's awesome. That's awesome. These activities are an influence of person, personification and could not do but what the scripture shows the Holy Spirit can do. I'll read that again. These are activities that an influence, that an influence or personification can could not do. But that scripture show the Holy Spirit can do. Sometimes we, you know, these these old theologians they say that well, you know what, he's just a different person. He can't do anything by himself. He needs the Father also and the Son. The scripture shows that the Holy Spirit can do a lot. It is it is the Holy Spirit that breathed life into into the creation of man. And God formed him. He breathed life into him. And that's what the Holy Spirit gives us. Every day when we wake up, we take that first deep breath and we open our eyes to see the beauty of God's creation. Amen? The sky, the clouds, the sun. At nighttime we see the dark heavens and, and the moon and the stars. We see God's creatures, the birds of the air. Amen. We see we, we even have uh, dogs and cats that are pets, and these are God's creations, and they 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 love us unconditionally. You know, they love us so much, they love us unconditionally. And that's how we need to be to the Father, with loving Him unconditionally. Amen. We're gonna stop there for tonight. Um, I want to thank everybody who who checked in. Uh, uh, Brother Hobby, Joseph, thank you. Glad to see you on here. Uh, Brother Albert, Deacon, uh, we're praying for you, brother. I, I heard that you were in an accident. Uh, my mother-in-law, Pat, Griselda, Cynthia, thank you. Karina, Camp, thank you. Thank you, everyone, for tuning in. So, so this is what the uh, Holy Spirit is. Uh, he exhibits these actions as a person of the Holy Spirit. So we want to pray right now. If anyone has any prayer requests, I'll, I'll give some time. My, oh, my brother Paul is watching too there. My brother Paul is watching. Mark, God bless you, brother Mark. Tiara, God bless you. Thank you for checking in. Amen. Amen. So if you have any prayer requests, go ahead and, uh, and put them on there, uh, and I will pray for you. I'll give time for people to put that on there. Uh, thank you, our, my podcast uh, family members out there on 915 Pastors Roundtable and Buzzsprout. Uh, right now, as we're on Facebook at the same time, we're asking those individuals who have any prayer requests, send in their prayer requests to, to me, and we can uh, pray over them. Amen. 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 Well, let's uh, let's go to the Lord in prayer. Father God, we just come before you, Father. We thank you for all that you're doing today, Father God. We thank you for your word, Father. We thank you for the Holy Spirit, Father. Father, we pray for our friend, 
uh, Chris Camp, Father God, who's probably out there working in the streets right now, Father God. I pray that you protect him and guard him and watch over him and his family, Father God. And all those who are he's supervising over, Father God, that you give him the wisdom uh, to keep his officers safe and protected, Father God. We pray for Cynthia, Father God, and you bless her and keep her and her children, Father God. We pray for Karina, Father God. We pray that you be with her and her children, Father God, and her husband, my son, Christopher. Father God, we pray a blessings over them, Father. Father God, we pray for Griselda, Father God. We pray that you bless her and keep her. Any ailments or sicknesses, Father God, we, we rebuke them in the name of Jesus, in the name of my, in the mighty name of Jesus, amen. We pray for my mother-in-law, Pat, Father God, that you continue to be with her, to guide her and protect her wherever she goes. Uh, Father, we pray for my brother Pierre, Father God, that he is in a hospital who was involved in an accident, Father God. Father, we just pray that uh, you bring healing and recovery to his body, Father God, that he may be brand new as he was when he was back on his bicycle, Father God. We pray that he forgives those who have injured him, Father God, and we ask that you continue to bless him and keep watch over him while he is in the name of Jesus. Father God, we pray for Albert, Father God. We pray that, that you bless him and keep him in his, in his walk with you, Father God, that he continues to, to read your word and be a student of your word, Father God. We thank you for the blessings that you have given him and for where you took him out of, Father God. We thank you for being his God and his, and, uh, and his father. Father, for my, Alexis, Father God, we pray for my daughter, Alexis, and her family, Father God. We pray safety and blessings over her, Father God. We pray for our soldiers and our government leaders, Father God. We pray for those who are leadership here in the city of El Paso, Father God, the mayor and the city councilman, the governor and those who are representatives of different districts, Father. We pray for the President of the United States, Father God, may you give him wisdom and knowledge to be able to properly run the country, Father God. And we pray for all the congressmen and women who are in Congress and in the Senate, Father God. And we pray that you bless them and each one of them and they be able to run their uh, office with your leading by the hand, Father God. We thank you, Father, for all these things. In your Son, Jesus Christ, we pray. Amen. Thank you, everybody, for joining me here on on uh, 915 Pastors Roundtable. It was awesome and great having you. Uh, I'm back again, and so I'll see you next week. God bless you. God keep you. May his face shine upon you, and may he lift up his countenance on you. Jesus Christ, amen. We pray, amen. God bless y'all. Take care. I'll see you next week. Amen. Amen. Thank you, everybody, there on the uh, 915 Pastors Roundtable podcast. I uh, appreciate it. Uh, thank you for uh, tuning in. Uh, it's been great. It's been great. God bless y'all.